What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network. The fastest show in MLB anywhere is back with your host, John Legazer, the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple. That's Big Johnny Stud coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always, 115 off the crack of the bat. Baby, hope you're getting ready as we prepare for this upcoming MLB 2022 fantasy baseball and betting season on deck. I could not be more excited with the new year in the rearview mirror it's time to kick it up another notch please make sure that you subscribe to us here at the mayo media network smash that thumbs up button as soon as you enjoy the work i'm doing i'm willing to put that cart before the horse and don't be shy if you like the work we're doing here to also hop on the cork stats youtube channel itself where i'm just doing some other supplementary stuff i'll be here with mayo media on monday and friday anything else i get to do will be on our channel but don't forget to follow me there and on Twitter at MLB Moving Averages. Type in MLB Moving AVG into the Bluebird Twitter machine. We are doing it all. Custom stats and breakdowns, all the video stuff that's coming to you to get you ready. We did the best hitters in the first round. Sleeper video, Ranger Suarez. We comped Luis Robert to Cedric Mullins. If you're looking for a balanced approach to Roto at the end of the first round, doing it all. And I've got another potential sleeper video for you here today. If you can't notice the background, it's my new York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, those pinstripers, you know, I love the Highlanders. Not only is my son's nursery, but I swear my blood is pinstriped as well. We love those jankies here but man i am very critical of them at times i'm usually the low man on them when it comes to projection so that's why i said potential sleeper i don't have my conclusion when i come into these videos some are going to end up good some are going to end up bad the picture we're talking about today is jordan montgomery mr j mod for those pinstripers from the bronx let's take a look at jordan montgomery we start as always with the tail of the tape he's a big dude six foot six the lefty plate at South Carolina, and he gave us a pretty good year in 2021. Bit of a mixed bag when you look at the sliders, never weigh those too much, but you can see on the right-hand side that graph. He does keep the ball down, limiting barrels, and let's take a look at last year under a little bit more of a microscope. He gave us 30 starts and 157 innings. Check those boxes. ERA at 3.83, whip at 1.28. All the earn run indicators below four, looking pretty good from that end. FIP, XFIP, deserve ERA, and Sierra right at or around four. OPS below 700, check another box, let's get into the disciplinary metrics, 25% K to less than 8% walk, 14% swing strike rate, a 30% chase rate, 35% I should say, 3 ticks better than average, his in-zone contact rate, which we'll talk about in a minute, down at 81, and he has one of the best heart rates, ba-bump, 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 in the league, avoiding the center of the plate, that's helped him to limit contact, his barrel rate at 7, hard hit rates at 36, only 1 home run per 9, all the stuff that we're looking for, we know last year was really good, but last year's stats are not going to pay next year's bills, so we want to break down the arsenal, get into the context, get into to the nuance and give us an idea of what we can expect for next year. Jordan Montgomery was excellent. If you see up on the screen here, I have your pitch mix for the audio-only people. I'll kind of walk you through it. When you see it right off the bat, it can look a little overwhelming, and that's fine. The first thing we want to take from this chart is that he has a full arsenal. Some pitchers look to get it done with only two different pitches. Jmont is coming with five or six. You also see a bit of 
change going on, right? He dumped the slider in 2019. We've seen the use on the sinker change. We've also seen the addition of a cutter. Now, none of those things on their own stand up, but those are the reasons that we look at the pitch mix, right? So below that, you'll see I have the splits listed, and it kind of is going to play into where I'm going with this argument. I obviously know the end of it, but I really want to keep stressing the balanced approach, the deep Arsenal, you know, he was very, very good against lefties, against righties, at home and on the road, not allowing a better than 318 Woba in any of those splits, which really is important. We don't want our pitcher getting shaken on the road or need the home cooking or only be able to face hitters on one side of the plate. So Jordan Montgomery, very balanced when you look at the splits, and we see a deep arsenal, something, again, that's really important. But again, none of those things on their own stand up. Let's get into not just the arsenal, but the trends. Up on the top left-hand side, you see the velo across the board in the fastball department looking really good. I wanted to zoom in on the spin rate. That's your top right-hand graph because we had the sticky stuff enforcement happen in the middle of the year. We just want to keep an eye if spin rate was changed. There was no change. We just look past that. Bottom left corner, something that I noticed, I always look at the vertical break on the fastball basket and there is something really interesting to be taken here, and then we're going to expand on it in the next slide. So what we see is a decrease in vertical break, which is the chart line moving up on four-seamers, which is what we want, right? We want that fastball to quote-unquote rise. They don't ever really rise against gravity, but against the field. So we want less vertical break on four-seamers, which we've got, but also with the sinker that I mentioned he has added, we see the opposite happen with the vertical break. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why they added it, right? That the fastball will be harder to pick up. It's going to stay rising. And then the sink is going to appear to sink even more because of the flattening of the fastball. So at a look, it looks like the use of the sinker is a good thing, but spoiler alert, not so much. We're going to get to that in a second. The last chart that you see is the swing and miss, which has always been very good for Montgomery. The reason I put that is when we see changes in pitch mix, we're looking for the subsequent effect there. So whatever he's done has seemed to work because from the beginning of his career, we're seeing his swing and miss stuff at an all-time high. I should have mentioned it before. We want to be careful with these charts. 18 and 19 were throwaway years for Montgomery because of injury. One of the reasons I was kind of off him in 2020, he did go out and get it done, and then he built on that, and that's why I'm willing to consider him even in draft and holds where you don't have fab, waivers, ads, or trading. So basically, you have to believe in these players for the entire season, and now that he's been healthy for a year and a half, I'm feeling that. So let's move on into that sinker, right? So a I don't have, I can't stress this enough that I don't have my conclusion when I begin. But we know that we've seen the sinker added. We see an interesting characteristic with break. Now let's dive on in to that pitch individually. And man, oh man, hold your nose. The sinker has been terrible. Easily J-Mont's worst pitch, a 520x slug last year with a sub 12% whiff. He's never had a better than 20% whiff rate with the sinker. And aside from the short set in 2020, has never posted a sub 500x slug. That pitch is not really good. I'd be looking to phase it out. Yes, it really was a premier pitch rim. We've seen them use it a bit less and less in accordance with that fastball, but 
If you're asking me what I think about it, I almost don't care. I would be tossing that baby out with the bathwater. And as you see, the chart on the left is the use by season, but that is not enough context. That's why I put the graph on the right. Again, I'll describe it. We see a precipitous drop in the use of that pitch towards the end of the year. I believe the Yankees and Montgomery have identified this pitch as being his worst, and they've gone to tail it almost to being a secondary or a tertiary pitch. Again, clearly labeled on short. There were usages up over 25, up over 30. That's a primary pitch. Once you get into August, you don't see it above 20, and it bottoms out near 10. So that is one of the things we want to be looking for next season. One of the things I'm kind of forecasting here, I believe it's been identified. I believe you'll either see a lessened or eliminated use of that sinker. And if you look at the the relationship of the sinker use to ERA by season. It's very hard to deny his ERA moves with the sinker. The more sinker, the higher the ERA. That's a direct relationship. And then we see it bang down the use I'm talking about. Come down with it. The ERA like a rock. So they have to identify this relationship and get rid of the sinker outright. The overlay on the right, you see that graphic is WOBA allowed on the sinker anywhere in the plate. It's been annihilated. It's not fooling anybody I am not into it I would be getting rid of that pitch altogether now I know I just read you a ton of really good stats from Montgomery and told you about this really awful pitch that's going on but the bright side is the trend in the usage and then we want to get into where Montgomery has really buttered his bread those off-speed offerings are filthy absolutely filthy and it's why he was so highly touted coming up and all we needed was the health which we got let's start with the changeup. you'll see those pitch stats individually listed atop and then the changeup is your graph on the left wow look at the location look at the damage or lack thereof done against that pitch it is so well located always right on the black or right off it and you see it reflected in the contact metrics a 300 X slug or below almost every year with a better than 38% whiff rate the last two years. And that's what we're talking about. When we want to describe a pitch, we want to look at the triple slash I use is usage, contact, and whiff rate. So it's usage, X slug, and whiff rate. That Again, nothing is all encompassing, but that's a really good place to describe a pitch. It's not predictive. It is descriptive. But let's describe that changeup as filthy. Over to the curveball. Look at the location map. Everything just falling right off the table. Again, whiff rates all north of 35. All the X slug is all the X slugs in the substantial seasons down below 275, where you want to be. Um, the 400 pop in the short season, not really concerned in the full sets. It's been below 300, where we want to be. So he's got two monster off-speed offerings that not only induce weak contact. But they induce a ton of swing and misses. This is exactly what we want to see. And I could highlight you even further. Look at the balance of the use in the curveball. So the changeup is more of a directed approach. He's not really throwing it much to lefties, which is fine. The curveball is where it's at because he can go to either hand in his side. And that's where I was getting at when I mentioned the balance. The reason why Jamon has been so effective is he doesn't have to rely on any one pitch. He doesn't even have to reply up 
on any one approach. He's really balanced. He's really effective. And that matters because if a pitcher shows up needing the changeup and he doesn't have it, he could be in trouble. Jamon could not have the change, rely on the curve. He might not have the four seam or rely on the change. And vice versa, having the depth of Arsenal allows you to have that freedom and allows you to be off a little bit. Not to mention all of the deceptive elements that happen as far as changes of speed, changes in elevation, moving that eye level around of the hitter. So let's get into the disciplinary basket. There's really not much to be said here other than steady. Eddie, are you ready? Look, year over year, yes, I know I was saying to throw away those years, but there is something to be said about the steady trend in walk rate. It's always been low. In O-swing, that's your chase rate. It's always been high. And your in-zone contact rate has always been at or below 80, which really is excellent. So when you combine the difficulties hitters have had making hard contact with the fact they rarely make it at all, you have a very good combination. Looking forward for Montgomery, there is another graphic up on the screen, and I wanted to show you what I was referring to about that heart rate, that bump, 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 bump. Look at the location metrics overall from Montgomery. He lives on the black, but not just to one end. He could live on either side or the bottom or even up in the zone on the same-handed side. Inside to lefties, outside to righties, where it can be super effective for a lefty to live. So as I'm getting through this profile, I am in love with everything outside of the sinker, which we've seen them eliminate. So I'm all about that life. I wanted to give you a little bit more of a granular look at the lefty and righty approach by handedness. And that graphic in the middle is your Plinko board, right? Is your usage per count. Now, you really don't have to get into the minutiae of this. What really matters the most in that center graphic when we're talking about the usage is again the balance is the willingness to go anywhere on an OO count there's no way for you to tell where he's going to go on an 0-1-1-1-1-0-2-0-0-2-1-2-2-2-3-2 he's just as likely to go off speed as he is to go fastball the deceptive element of the guessing game because of the depth of arsenal it is what's working for montgomery he's able to do it in a tough environment in a tough division I am wheels up. All systems go for Montgomery. The more I dig into it, the command and control are there. The swing and miss is there. He can limit hard contact, and he's going to get some run support. So I am absolutely loving almost everything that I see from Montgomery outside of that sinker. But like I said, it's no longer being featured, right? If you identify a really bad pitch, what do you want to see? The usage come down. We've seen that. What more could we ask for as well as the subsequent improvement in swing and miss stuff? Gosh, give me all the Montgomery who right now is going in the 15th round of 15 team drafts, which puts him at the very back end of 12 teamers. So absolutely, yes, if this was a potential sleep episode at the outset it is a definitive sleeper episode at the ending give me montgomery but before we get out of here let's just take a look at the projections i'm looking at steamer right now they have him for essentially a repeat 164 innings a 410 era with a 128 whip 23 and a half percent k to seven and a half percent walk 1.3 home run per nine so i think where i'm going to push back is i believe they're weighting the home runs a bit too much from his past with the improvements that we've seen 
seen. We've seen the home run number come down. I believe this year's home run number will look like last year's, more around 110 or 120, not like the average at 130. And that's where I think I have my difference in the ERA, where Steamer has him at 410. I'm looking at a slight improvement up from last year. Again, not looking to break the bank here with ERA prognostications, but I think 383 could be 365 or 370 opposed to 41. And I believe, right again, you always want to validate these things, not just throw out projections or guesses. I believe that it's the pitch mix change and the removal of the sinker that will help because the sinker will be displaced by the better pitches in the arsenal, which we've seen have lower contact metrics, better contact metrics, I should say, and better swing and miss stuff. So give me all the Montgomery. I've actually jumped him in some draft and holds because now I believe he's healthy. We could get a full complement of starts, and I'm loving what we're seeing, including the trend. When I see velocity where it needs to be, spin rate where it needs to be, vertical break where it needs to be, and now you're telling me about a usage concern that's been rectified on a team that scores a ton of runs give me all the baby Bronx bomber in Jordan Montgomery that'll do it from us here at Cork Stats on the Mayo Media Network please pretty please rate review subscribe get down smash the like button get up in the comments I will answer you tell Patty how good of a job that we're doing over here and if you want a little bit more of me remember you could check the Cork Stats YouTube channel or I have some longer form podcast stuff also Cork Stats making it nice and easy from you so from the big dude with the big mouth from the Big Apple, Big Johnny Stud. That'll do it. Thank you for sticking around and picking up what I'm putting down, everybody. Man, when you work this hard, don't it feel a lot less like luck? You're damn right. All right, everyone. Take care. Catch us on the flip side, yo. Peace. Peace.